You're listening to KHOL. I'm Emily Cohen with a roundup of this week's headlines. Tune in weekdays at the top of the hour to stay up to date on the latest local and regional news. The Teton County Board of Commissioners and Jackson Town Council heard from several local human services organizations at a joint information meeting Monday. Many nonprofit leaders discussed staffing, funding, and housing challenges as sources for recent struggles, such as cutting hours or services. And Cheryl Lund, executive director of 122, says workers that stay here are often fighting to make ends meet. When we look at our rent assistance applications, and this is on average, but the average household is paying $1,475 in rent and bringing in $2,015 in income. That's 73% of their income going to their rent. Obviously, that is not a workable situation. After significant delays, the state of Wyoming has so far handed out about $100,000 in COVID emergency rental assistance to Teton County. And Lund says 122 distributed 25,000 meals to those who needed them in August. A fire caused major damage to Big Hole Barbecue in Victor overnight Monday and early Tuesday morning. The blaze was contained to the downtown restaurant, which was unoccupied at the time, according to the Teton Valley News. No injuries were reported, but the restaurant's newly remodeled kitchen was severely damaged. Victor Mayor Will Froelich stopped by to see the destruction Tuesday morning, and he says the fire is a blow to the whole community. You know, it's always tough when you have something like this happen. You know, fires are are truly devastating, whether it's a business or a person's home. And Big Hole, to me, it's it's a staple of the town. It's a staple of the community. Um, It's truly been a, a remarkable thing to watch how quickly they grew and how appreciated they are as a business in our, in our downtown course. Froelich also says the city is committed to helping Big Hole fast-track its redevelopment, but the restaurant isn't likely to reopen anytime soon. As of press time, a GoFundMe to benefit Big Hole Barbecue employees while the restaurant is closed has raised more than $7,700. Harriet Hegeman, an attorney from Cheyenne and candidate to unseat Representative Liz Cheney in the 2022 congressional primary, came to Teton County and addressed a crowd of about 60 people Wednesday. She began by introducing herself as a fourth-generation Wyomingite with more than 30 family members still living in the Cowboy State. I am proud to be from Wyoming, and I am proud of what our history is. And I'm also proud of Wyoming for being as independent as it is. We have a lot of very independent-minded people. We understand our communities and our families. We understand that we are the best at taking care of our families, not the government. Hegeman is considered a frontrunner to unseat Cheney because she was endorsed by former President Donald Trump nearly a month ago. Although Hegeman was previously a delegate for Ted Cruz in the 2016 Republican primary and said Trump wasn't the right candidate at the time, she fully endorsed the job he did in the White House to her potential constituents Wednesday. The night that President Trump was elected was one of the greatest nights I've ever had. After one crowd member asked about the 2020 election, Hegeman said she has questions about whether or not it was legitimate, despite over 60 failed lawsuits regarding its results since Election Day. The Wyoming Outdoor Council held a virtual panel with indigenous female advocates from the Wind River Indian Reservation Wednesday. 
One of the women who discussed her work was Crystal C. Baring, Deputy Director of the Northern Arapaho Tribal Historic Preservation Office. The office's mission is to preserve the tribe's cultural resources, and they work with state and federal agencies to do that. But C. Baring says Wyoming is typically more difficult to work with than other states in the region and the federal government. Here in Wyoming, um, there's about 32, I believe, tribes that identify Wyoming as a territory. A lot of times the BLM has that information and they get out the notification to all the tribes to let them know what's going on. What I've seen with the state of Wyoming and state agencies is they don't have that information. Um, they'll just think that the Northern Rapala and the Shoshone tribe are the only two that they have to contact because we live in the state of Wyoming. C. Baring says the two Wyoming-based tribes also aren't always consulted during the early phases of developments that impact their historical lands and sacred sites. However, she also acknowledged the challenges of getting tribal members on the same page and the difficulty of building relationships with state agencies when tribal government positions turn over every two years. This has been the Weekly News Roundup from the KHOL News Team, Will Walkie and Kyle Mackey. I'm Emily Cohen for listener-supported KHOL Jackson.